is Westlake Basketball. Brought to you by Independence Title. Plains, Capital Bank, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Data Foundry, Elite, Eating and Air, Covert Auto, Arrive, Luxury and Property Management. And brought to you by CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, Austex, Fence and Death, Colhane, Premier Property, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, and by Hendrick Auto Group, Hat Creek Burger Company, Victory Medical Center at Westlake, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, and by Texas Honey Ham, Steam Tea, Ubio, White Gloves Storage and Delivery, Point Collision Center, Felger Insurance Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers fries and shakes. Here's Joe Taylor. Well, thank you very much. And we welcome you to playoff basketball here live on the Westlake Shap app and on westlakeshaps.com. We join you live from Johnson High School in Buda, part of the Hayes Consolidated Independent School District for tonight's bi-district matchup here in Region 4. The uh, Technically the four seed out of uh, District 26-6A. And you can't really call it a four seed with the Steel Knights because the second through four teams in the district, and of course I mean Smithson Valley, East Central, and Steele all finished with nine and, nine and five records, and all of them tied for second place behind Judson. So pretty impressive stuff. 19 and 13 on the year, nine and five, and of course, just based on how things worked out in seeding, wound up with the four seed in the draw with Westlake. And of course, the Westlake Chaparral's district champions yet again, as they finish off their third straight undefeated season in district play, finishing in a perfect 16-0, 51 straight district games. So two very good basketball teams in store for you for tonight's broadcast. Coming up, we have the shoot-around conversation with Robert Lucero, part of our Victory Medical Center pregame show. Proud to be an official media sponsor of Westlake Nation and all Westlake student-athletes. Click victorymed.com or dial 512-462-3627. Coming up next after this timeout on the Victory Medical pregame show, the shoot-around with Robert Lucero. And it's coming up next. This is Westlake like basketball. Austex Fence and Deck is proud to cheer on the Shaps. We're joining in on the celebration of Westlake's 50th anniversary. Hi, this is Marsha Lockett. As a Westlake-owned and operated business, our goal is excellence. We combine innovative technology and outstanding customer service to make your backyard dream a reality. Visit AustexFenceAndDeck.com. That's A-U-S-T-E-X, FenceAndDeck.com. Let Austex help build your next outdoor project the Westlake way. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. Westlake clinched the district title, there, and you start thinking about what you're going to be able to do 
moving forward in the last three games. Well, you finish with three wins in the regular season. You get a lot of opportunity to build some depth and get guys ready because you never know in a playoff scenario like this with a good team like Steele. This is that that game that you have to answer from last year's loss in the third round. You get the Knights first in the by-district round. Talk about preparing for this, not just over the last week, but over the last three weeks after clinching the district title. One of the things that we always talk about from you know the beginning of the school, you know, when you start, day one in the athletic period is like if you think that you're going to get ready for a playoff game the three or four days prior uh, you, you have no shot so these are the kind of games that we've been preparing for since the start of the school year in the way that we you know the schemes that we think will be successful against playoff teams and then building in some stuff situationally and then uh, you know just trying to uh, play to our strengths throughout um, I think one of the things with this year uh, because like Mo started off with the injury, um, some guys got ill, twisted ankle here and there. Uh, one of the tournaments we went to wasn't super challenging. We were able to play more guys early in the year, and I think that that's helped us uh, with our depth. And I think uh, you know everybody's comfortable putting in uh, you know 10, 11 guys uh, in a playoff game, and that really hasn't been the case the last couple of years. I think ultimately you look at what Steele brings to the table, Coach, and it really is all about athleticism and being quick to the basket and being able to uh, play defense, much like yourselves. You might have a slight size advantage at certain spots. Obviously, you have the size down low against their front court, but back court with Quincy Shepard and Jackson Bias, guys that can light it up from three-point land. What's the plan coming in against Steele that you see work, and maybe who do the Knights remind you of that you played already in this season? Who they remind me of, I'm not sure. It'd be a team that um, ran different defenses, uh, you know, just in watching them. Uh, we sent people to watch some of their district games. They ran a 1-2-2, three-quarter court trap, a 2-1-2, three-quarter court trap, some diamond press. Picked up in man, switched everything, ran some 2-3 zone against East Central, trap ball screens. And so, uh, you know, kind of throw the kitchen sink at you a little bit defensively. Um, to see what uh, you're not prepared for. And then offensively, uh, they shoot high-volume threes, and they really rebound the ball uh, well offensively. For us, we have to make sure that we take care of the basketball so that they're not in transition. Uh, we have to find shooters early in transition also. And then, you know, it sounds counterintuitive, but we got to clog down drive gaps and then get to shooters, uh, you know, so we have to make sure that all the principles we've been working on from, from day one that uh, we're applying them today. You talk about depth, and it, it's guys like Cade Mankel who have increased their shooting percentage, guys that have gotten time that have gotten comfortable playing with the starting five. Guys like Daniel Villarreal, who's one of your leading scorers on this team off the bench. Diego Schleppe, you even think about some of the guys that have gotten time. They're not concerned about stats. They're not concerned about getting their touches. They're concerned about playing tough physical basketball. I think really that's the difference between last year's team and this year's team is that willingness to kind of buy into that, being a tough out no matter what when you're in the ballgame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like last year we went into overtime without Will, so I thought we were pretty tough out last year also. Um, I thought we played with some toughness then. Um, but, you know, it's just a different team. And so uh, you have some guys that, you know, didn't get a lot of playing time or weren't as experienced that had to show that they were able to do those things also. And so I think that's what this team has done. You know, guys like Carson, Rory, and DB, Cade, they were on varsity, uh, didn't get a ton of minutes. And, you know, they've been very consistent. Um, you know, uh, Ian Gearing and Diego, both of them, you know, have, have played uh, some minutes when Mo was hurt, and they've been consistent. Uh, you know, and then you got a couple of sophomores and Connor and Carson, uh, who also have played minutes for us uh, that, you know, didn't have experience. And so I said, you know, you have a, uh, just a group of guys, and then you get Jane from football, so there's another one there uh, that they've all uh, got opportunity. And so now 
uh, hopefully all the things that we were tested on throughout the, the district games and the preseason, we'll be able to uh, learn from those lessons and uh, come away with a win tonight. Well, I know that uh, personally that uh, my broadcast partner, John Nidell, his lovely wife, Tyler, mm-hmm. they are in Boston. Uh, I told them that I would at least try to get you a shout-out because you know exactly what they're going through coming off of, of their little yeah. one surgery. And I think that's just a reminder of how fragile things are. Are you reminding the guys that, hey, look, this is not entitlement here. This is a one-game and or go-home type of situation? I think it's always like when, when you're their young age and, you know, 16, 17, 18, you don't necessarily think about those things uh, and the um, frailty of life and the opportunity that they have to play in a game and what, what they're going through in Boston is super challenging. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're listening. I'm, I know the surgery was yesterday, and, uh, you know, I think they had a good surgery. And, and Crystal, and uh, they've been texting back and forth, and I think they were talking to some surgeons. So hopefully uh, they were getting some good news. But I, I know the one thing when they came in and the surgeons talked to us and told us that Bo was going to have a second surgery about was the biggest uh, kick in the gut that you could ever have, you know, now that it's been six months removed. Uh, you just are grateful that he was able to go through that at a young age and now uh, uh, you know he's doing well and so I know that's the same thing that'll happen for them it's it's hard when you're in the moment uh, but then you just have to be grateful that they're actually are able to uh, have surgeries that can take care of our little ones that they'll be around with us for a long time coach as always thanks for the time and good luck thank you that's the shoot around with Robert Lucero presented by Plains Capital Bank Plains Capital located in the heart of Westlake on B Caves Road just behind the shops at Mira Vista Plains Capital Bank provides personalized full service banking including commercial and personal banking commercial lending commercial commercial real estate lending, small business lending, and, of course, wealth management. Visit plainscapital.com or stop by any time and learn how you can bank the Westlake way. Coming up next, the starting lineups and the tip-off. Live from Johnson High School in Buda, it's the Bi-District Championship game between the Steel Knights and the Westlake Chaparrales. And it's coming up next. This is Westlake Basketball. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raisin Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of Bee Caves Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake.
welcome you to live coverage of Westlake Basketball, the Bi-District Championship here live on the Westlake Shop app and on westlakeshop.com as we welcome you inside Moe and Gene Johnson High School, the basketball court here as the starting five announced here for the uh, Steel Knights and the Westlake Chaparrales. And we have a quick little change here. It'll actually be Bo Cervantes that'll get the start, the 5'10 junior guard. Quincy Shepard will not start tonight as we get uh, to meet the rest of the starting lineups. A.K. Smith, the 6'2 junior guard, averaging 11.5 points per game, a 30% shooter from beyond the arc. Chris Benson, the 6'3 senior guard. Jackson Bias, a 6'4 senior forward. And uh, number 33, Eli McGork, the 6'3 senior with four points a game. And for the Westlake Chaparrales, it'll be the starting five. Consisting of a six foot four senior guard Rory Monroe, six foot seven junior forward KJ Adams, Ian Moat is the six foot junior point guard, Connor McManus, the six foot four sophomore guard, and of course Carson May down low, six foot seven senior forward. The Westlake Chaparrales are in their home white uniforms as they are the home team here at Johnson High School, and the Steel Knights are in their all black uniforms with steel and gray across the front of the jersey with camo print down the side as the trim for both the jersey and the shorts. Westlake in their home whites with the cursive shaps, and the tip will be controlled momentarily by Steel. So bringing up the basketball here for the Steel Knights. As Chris Benson gets it over to the right wing to Bo Cervantes. Cervantes back over to A.K. Smith. Smith trying to run the offense here. Out to the top of the arc, driving down the left side of the lane. Kicks it over to the left corner. Fake of the three-pointer down low by McGork. And now a three-point shot coming from the left wing for Bo Cervantes, and he drills it. So with that, a three-point play right out of the gate here. And a full-court press coming for Steele as Westlake trails 3 to nothing. Now Carson May at the top of the arc, moving it over to left wing here to K.J. Adams. Adams trying to work around a May screen. He's just going to spot up for a three-pointer himself. That one no good, and a rebound collected by Jackson Bias. It's going to be a foul against Steele as he hooked the arm of Carson May. Actually, no, it's going to be, yes, it's going to be against Chris Benson. That is his first personal foul. We thank all of you for joining us here as we try to update you on exactly when this game was uh, supposed to start. Right at 7.30 at a little bit of time. And now Roy Monroe with a three-pointer as well. A block by K.J. Adams on the other end is trying to go inside. Down low was Chris Benson. Now to the left wing to Ian Moat. We're tied at three. Now K.J. Adams trying to dribble inside. This is going to be a charge here. A little bit of acting there on the part of Jackson Baez. It was a very light tap of contact there <laughs> with K.J. Adams, and he's getting a thrill out of it as well. The first team foul for the Westlake Chaparrales and the first personal foul for K.J. Adams. Cervantes brings it up here for Steele. We're tied at three, 6.23 to play here in the first quarter. Now driving in is McGork. McGork losing the handle momentarily. Elevating now is A.K. Smith. His shot altered and missed. The rebound comes over to McGork.
So now Eli is going to inbound it here, gets it out to the right wing to A.K. Smith. Smith over to Cervantes, looks for a catch and shoot, dribbles down baseline into the double team out of the zone defense. McManus is all over him now, kicking it over for a three-pointer. McGork, that one is short, and the rebound collected at the high post by K.J. Adams. Adams trying to clear the way here over to the right wing. Three-point shot, and that one is no good. Carson May and Rory Monroe fighting for the rebound. Rory comes away with it. Good offensive possession here for Westlake as they get a second opportunity here as Ian Moat calls things out here from the top of the right arc. Now over to Connor McManus, looking to rotate here. Gets it out to Roy Monroe. Monroe over to the left side to Connor to Carson May. May looking up top here to KJ. KJ at the high post. Picks up his dribble. Here comes the double team, and he'll kick it back out to Moat. We're still tied at three. Five and a half minutes. Mo driving all the way in. Finds a lane, and with the easy layup, Moat finds some room amongst the trees, and Westlake takes its first lead of the ballgame. Five to three with 5.18, and the clock moving here in the first quarter. We are basically sitting in the crowd, folks. Now a three-point opportunity here from the top of the arc, and this one is on his way from Jackson Bias. It's missed on the front end of the rim, and Connor McManus pulls down the rebound. McManus trying to work around a May screen. Doesn't have it. Going for the steal is A.K. Smith, and he just comes up short and tips it out of bounds. So now Monroe with the inbound pass, and it's Aaron. Cervantes picks it off as it goes by Ian's Moat. Moat couldn't track it down on the errant pass on the inbound. Now trying to dribble drive in is Jackson Bias. Bias gets it back out to Cervantes. Over to the right wing. Now spotting up for a three-pointer here. He lets it fly, does Chris Benson, and that one is no good. Five to three Westlake with four and a half minutes to play. Now K.J. Adams moves the basketball around to the corner here to Monroe. Monroe drives baseline, puts up the shot, and it's good for Rory Monroe, who averages just under seven points per ball game. Another clean lane on the right side down on the baseline, and Lonnie Hubbard wants to talk about it. We'll take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps, and I'd like to tell you about the best-kept secret in Westlake, Arrive Luxury and Property Management. They're proudly Westlake-owned and operated, and if you own a luxury home in the hills of Westlake, you could turn your beautiful property into a stunning vacation getaway. When you travel, Arrive can turn your home into a five-star resort. Visit ArriveLuxury.com. Just Google it. This is the next level of generating revenue for your home. Check it out at ArriveLuxury.com. Arrive Luxury and Property Management, proud sponsors of Westlake Athletics. Victory Medical Westlake is proud once again to be an official sponsor of Westlake Nation and all Westlake student-athletes. Victory Medical offers sports medicine, family medicine, and so much more. No appointments necessary, as walk-ins are always welcome. Look for Victory Medical at the corner of Bee Cave Road in West Bank or call 512-462-3627. That's 512-462-3627. Or click victorymed.com. Go Shacks! We welcome you back to live coverage here. Now from the high post out of the timeout is Jackson Bias, and he drills the shot. 7-3 lead, now a 7-5 lead for Westlake. And Connor McManus with a three-pointer. Moat and Monroe with field goals. It is now 7-5 as Moat comes across the timeline here, coming off a pass of Connor McManus. Now trying to work around a K.J. Adams screen. Moat doesn't have it, staying right there with him the entire way is Bias. He gives up the basketball, and this one is stolen. Into the front court here, A.K. Smith going in for the going in for the layup, and it is swatted away. But they are going to say that that pass was on its way down, and that is a goaltending call. So Bias will get credit for the bucket as he has four points. 
So it should be 7-7 seven to seven now. And that is the score with 336. That would have been the second block of the game for K.J. Adams as he has 20 blocks this season. Make it 21 now with that block earlier in the first quarter. Moat now stuck in the backcourt trying to beat the press. Gets it over to Carson May. May caught in the trap. Picks it up. Fires cross court to the right side to Ian Moat. Moat trying to clear some space. He's left all alone. Might as well spot it for a three-pointer. And Moat buries it. And it's 10-7 Westlake. Just like that, Moat on the board with five points here as he drills a three-pointer as he's left wide open. Cervantes comes across the timeline here. No substitution, but Daniel Villarreal set to come in. There's a kick ball here as Mankel has just checked into the ball game. Carson May will check out. DV will check in. Villarreal, the 6'5 senior forward, averaging just over seven points a ball game and four boards a game. And, of course, Mankel shooting at 44%, averaging just over three points a game off the bench. Now on the inbound here, as we have yet to see a sub for Steele, A.K. Smith at the top of the arc to Cervantes. Now back over to Smith. Smith looking to take Moat off the drive. Doesn't have it. Kicks it back out here to Bias. Bias from the left wing gives it up here to the right wing to Chris Benson. Now a three-pointer on the way from, from Cervantes. It's no good. After hitting the first one, he's ice cold from the field. Moat coming across the timeline, going to take it into the free throw line. Kicks it back out to McManus, and McManus is going to travel with the basketball. He backed up. And the official noticed too many steps as he backed up into the corners. That's a shame because he made the three-pointer. And they call a traveling violation as he had a step back here for a three-point opportunity. It falls, unfortunately, traveling beforehand. So Cervantes gets it over to the right wing to Bias. Now A.K. Smith back over to Bias. Bias trying to shake and bake around. K.J. drives right to the basket on him and scores with the left hand off the glass. Bias with six points here in the quarter. It's 10-9. Westlake with the one-point advantage. The lead's been high as three. Full court press broken here by Moat. Moat looking for some space. Loses a handle on the dribble. Tries to get it back. Falls to the floor. Now McManus open for Manko. Wide open is KJ who throws it down with two hands. KJ Adams with the double-handed tomahawk. As KJ with authority there. Good ball movement for Westlake after mishandling it. Mankel comes up with a huge pass from Moat. And Moat gets it to Mankel. Mankel finds KJ wide open under the bucket for the slam. 12-9. Now a top-of-the-arc three-point shot for Bias. And Bias is hot. Bias right now has nine of the 12 points. And just like that, the game is tied. 12 all as McManus will be, try to beat the press here coming across the timeline. Lots it back over to Moat. Moat trying to beat the press here on the near side. Gets it over to McManus. Now into the corner to Daniel Villarreal. Villarreal going to reset here with Ian Moat. Again, this zone perpetuated here by Steele. Basically leaves Moat and the point guard wide open. Now back to Villarreal. Lob into the double team. Turning around simply here is KJ Adams. Adams throws it down with two hands. Adams with four points, both of them emphatic slams underneath the basket as he definitely has the size advantage. Tallest player on the court right now, six foot three. That's Chris Benson. And Jackson Bias is six foot four. He has him by a few inches down low and definitely size, well, weighing in over 225 pounds. 14 to 12, Westlake in the final half minute. Steal with the basketball, angling here for the final possession. A.K. Smith gets it over here to Cervantes. Bo Cervantes, the 5'10 junior guard, is going to dribble this out, wait till it hits probably 15 seconds, and then go to work. Cervantes looking for a last opportunity three. Now he'll throw the basketball away, and the final 11 seconds are going to belong to Westlake. 
So an errant pass as we see substitutions come into the ballgame here for the Steel Knights. Quincy Shepard is into the ballgame now. He was listed as a starter, or at least a probable starter. And Eric Brown is checked into the ballgame. Brown, a six foot one sophomore guard. Quincy Shepard, a six foot senior point guard, averaging just over eight points a ball game. Shoots 34%. Now the ball hits the ground on the other end, and this one is going to be turned over again. Just swarming defense here for both squads in this final 20 seconds. And both teams have thrown the ball away. So now Steele will have a shot here with 3.7 seconds. Now Eric Brown gets it into A.K. Smith. Now firing up is Chris Benson. Benson hits a shot at the butter. And with that, the lead as a three-point shot at the end of the first quarter gives the Steele Knights a one-point advantage going into quarter number two. We'll be right back. Steele leads Westlake 15-14. to 14. This is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still, and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Eric Benson hitting that last second three-point shot from the left wing shows you how talented this steel ball club is. 15 to 14, they lead. On the floor now, Moat, KJ Adams, Jaden Greathouse, the freshman, Cade Mankle, and Daniel Villarreal. Quincy Shepard picking up Cade Mankle. Now Moat on the right corner. Back over to Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse looking to use his athleticism, getting over to Cade Mankel. Mankel looking for opportunities here, still with stifling defense. The Steel Knights going with a 2-1-2. Now Mankel trying to drive in, puts up the shot. The shot is no good. He is fouled. And the foul is going to be called against Quincy Shepard. So that will be his first personal foul. Only three fouls called here in the first quarter. This Or two fouls called in the first quarter, rather. And Mankel will go to the line as far as his efforts at the free throw line, shooting 83%. And he steps to the line for the first free throw of the game, and he connects. So the game is tied, 15-all, as we welcome all of you joining us live on westlakeshaps.com and the Westlake Shap app. Mankel looking to put up the second shot, and that one is good. So the Shaps pull back in front by two, 17-15. Monroe looking to check back into the ballgame. Greathouse Villarreal, Greathouse guarding Quincy Shepard off the screen here. The give and go over to Eric Brown. Brown driving in, going in and kissing the ball off the glass with the right hand on the layup is Eric Brown. He's on the board with two points here in the second quarter. And just like that, it's a 17-16 lead. Now lobbing the ball back over to Greathouse is Moat. Moat now getting over to Daniel Villarreal. Back over to Greathouse, and he'll reset. Greathouse, the freshman, using his athleticism. As he gets it over to Villarreal. Villarreal comes baseline. Not an opportunity there to drive. Bounce pass over to K.J. Adams. Cross court here to Moat. Moat had time momentarily as he was open. 
But now, it'll be Cade Mankle to reset the half-court offense. Again, like I said, stifling defense on the perimeter here. Mankle trying to dribble drive his way. Not there. Gives it back out to Great House, and they're going to call a traveling violation on Cade Mankle. Very interesting spot there, and Roy Monroe is going to check back into the ballgame. So, a 17-16 lead. That's the largest lead for Steele. They've only led by, well, they led by three points to open the game, and then they led by one point since. Now dribble driving here towards the right wing is Quincy Shepard. Shepard trying to shake Greathouse, the freshman on a senior. 16-17, the Chaparral's down by one into the high post. Now trying to drive in is A.K. Smith. A.K. with a shot in the lane. That shot is no good with the right hand. The tip in, not there. And a rebound by Daniel Villarreal. Gets it over to Greathouse. Greathouse across the timeline here. Trying to work his way around. Reach in foul, not called. As A.K. Smith is guarding Greathouse tightly. Now trying to bounce pass over to Daniel Villarreal. Back over to Mankel. Corner shot here. Opportunity for Monroe. He passes it up. Gets it back out to Mankel to reset the half-court offense. Inside six minutes to play in the first half. Greathouse with the basketball. Working around to Daniel Villarreal. Has the ball picked off. Is taken away from him by Quincy Shepard. Shepard elevates with the right hand and finishes at the glass as he lays it in. And a timeout's going to be called. So a delay of game has been called on Westlake despite the, or excuse me, the delay of game actually has been called against Steele. So 5.44 to play here, 19-16, a three-point advantage off the steal by Shepard. Now, numbers here is Monroe. They beat the press across the timeline and Monroe finishes at the glass. Now back the other end. Eric Brown finds Shepard. Monroe has four points in the ballgame, 19-18. Elevated three-point shot from the top of the arc. No good for, for Jackson Bias, but an offensive rebound by Chris Benson. Benson gets it back out to Bias. Bias trying to work around the screen, can't do it. Resets here for Quincy Shepard at the top of the half court. 19-18, Westlake with a one-point lead. Over to the right wing. Now kicks it back out to A.K. Smith. A.K. trying to make a decision against Monroe. He'll give it up here to the top of the arc to Quincy Shepard. We have not seen Cervantes here in the second quarter. He started the game, has three points. Shepard, the projected starter, now into the game, and athletically you can see why. Now trying to dribble drive around Mankel is Eric Brown. He can't do it. Now once again, Steele will reset. 4.42 to play in the half, 19-18. to 18. Two teams that are averaging over 60 points per ball game. Tough stuff here defensively. Now a wide-open three-point opportunity here on the other end by Jackson Bias from the right wing. Getting up in the air as he let the ball go was K.J. Adams. So a momentary distraction. And now going in to the lane, driving with the right hand. It's the freshman, Jaden Greathouse, on the board as he went right to the hole. He saw the lane, one step, and he was gone down the right side of the lane, and he finishes with the right hand. It's now 20-19. to 19. Now into the high post. A.K. Smith deed up here. And now swiping at the basketball is Greathouse. He gets it out here to the right wing. A three-point shot coming here for Quincy Shepard. That one is no good. The rebound collected by Villarreal. Now back over to K.J. Adams. Adams trying to move right by his man. Elevates, kisses the ball off the glass from the right block. It's no good. Too strong. Monroe is there for the putback. Monroe is fouled, and the shot counts. It's an and one for Rory Monroe. And the Chaparrales now lead 22-19. to And a big free throw coming here. As Carson May is looking to check into the ball game along with Connor McManus. So Monroe with six points here, four. As the subs come in, and a nice round of applause there for Greathouse and Villarreal. 
as Monroe tries to add the and one. 22-19, Westlake with the lead. Only four fouls called in this game thus far. The three-point play unfortunately missed off the back iron. Rebound collected by Steele as Bias will get it over to A.K. Smith. Back over to Quincy Shepard. Shepard calling the play as he crosses the timeline. Deed up here by McManus. Over to the right wing goes Shepard, looking for an opportunity here to dribble drive into the lane. Doesn't have it. Gets it to the top of the arc to Jackson Bias. Bias leading the Steel Knights with nine points. He has nine of the 19 in the ballgame. Now we see a substitution here as Jalen Farmer is in the ballgame now. Now A.K. Smith with the basketball. Over to the right wing here to Shepard. Shepard trying to work his way around, and they're going to call a carry of the basketball there by Quincy Shepard. So Jalen Farmer in the ballgame now as we dig deep into the bench. The 6'1 senior guard, Moat gets it back over to, and he's a dribble driver and a big guy on the offensive rebound is Farmer. Here's a steal on the other end. Eric Brown with the pass, reverse layup here for Farmer, and it's good. So Farmer on the board and cuts the lead down to one. Westlake now with a 22-21 advantage on the steal and then the connection by Farmer. Now they beat the press yet again, and Monroe with the easy basket from the right block. He lays it in off the glass, and Monroe really heating up here as he has six points in the second quarter. Eight for the game. Shaps now lead by three, 24-21, as they have got that inbound Press beat for Quint for Steele. Lonnie Hubbard's going to have to find an answer because those are all transition buckets for Westlake. They have three of them in the second quarter alone that wound up in easy layups. Backing up here, and a timeout's going to be called by Lonnie Hubbard. We'll have to see if it's a 30-second timeout. And I believe it'll be a full timeout. We will take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Football is all about strategy, preparation, and execution. And you've got Shaps in your corner with Elticon Wealth Management. Elticon was founded by former Westlake quarterback Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and lifetime Shap Lewis Gilbo to quarterback your financial future. Click Elticon.com for more information. Elticon Wealth Management, a proud member of Westlake Nation and proudly Westlake-owned and operated. Strategy, preparation, and execution. Elticon Wealth Management, calling the right plays for your financial future. The Felger Insurance Agency is proud to support Westlake Athletics on the drive to a district title. Speaking of driving, if your Westlake son or daughter is ready for their independence and their driver's license before they hit the road, let Jeff Felger take a look at your current insurance plan. Jeff lives and works in Westlake and can help you choose the coverage options you need to include your family's newest driver. Call 512-250-2334 and speak to Jeff. Get your new driver off to a safe start with Farmers and Felger Insurance Agency. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. trying to work his way around K.J. Adams. Drives straight in, puts up the shot. The shot swiped at from behind, but he connects. As A.K. Smith adds his first bucket of the game. He has two points, and just like that, Steele takes the lead. Nielsen in the ballgame now. Once again, passing inside here is Roy Monroe. He dribbles baseline. The defender comes. He finds K.J. Adams, and Adams there with the dunk. As Westlake again 
Expands the lead back up to three. Shepard now with an interior pass stolen by Nielsen. Now out front to Moat. Moat with numbers. Gets it back over to Nielsen. Nielsen tries to find K.J. Adams, and that one is pickpocketed by A.K. Smith. Smith trying to work his way over to Shepard. Shepard over to a step-back three-pointer here coming. And that one drilled by Eric Brown. Brown with five points, and the game is tied at 26 with 1.20 to play in the first half. Again, turnovers are an issue here as Nielsen lobs it back over to Moat. Moat gets it over to May, over to KJ, over to Monroe. Monroe with a wide-open three-point shot from the left wing. Count it for Rory Monroe. Monroe really coming alive with nine points here in the second quarter, 11 in the game. 29 to 26, less than a minute to play. Farmer in the high post, trying to work his way around Monroe. Monroe tips the basketball away, but they're going to call a foul on Roy Monroe. Monroe had position. He was in the air. His hands were straight up. Contact was actually initiated there by Farmer, and he swiped at the basketball. There was no contact, but nonetheless, a foul called. Just the second team foul for Westlake is... Roy Monroe picks up his first personal foul. There's now five fouls in the ball game. And Farmer will step to the line to shoot two. First free throw is up and no, oh, he banks it. Got to call that, Farmer, as he banks it off the window. So Farmer picks up his third point as he uses the backboard for aid. 29 to 27 with 52 seconds remaining in the half. He spins up the second one. That one no good. Rebound Monroe. Caroms off the back iron. Now Moat trying to beat the press yet again, but not much challenge here as Nielsen gets it. Blake in the ball game here. The six foot two junior guard. Now Moat with the basketball. Final 40 seconds of the half. Working his way over left, and they're going to call and carry on Moat as. They, are, they might be allowing some physical play underneath the basket, but they are not allowing any traveling violations go by or carrying violations go by are these officials. It's a two-point advantage here for the Westlake Chaparrales. They lead 29-27. to 27. They trailed by as many as three. They've led by as many as four. And now A.K. Smith standing with the basketball, guarded tightly here by Nielsen. 15 seconds, and he is just waiting for it. Now coming around is Quincy Shepard in absolutely no hurry. Gets it over to the right wing here to Farmer. Farmer kicks it back out to the top of the arc. Step back three-point shot from the top of the arc is no good off the front iron. Monroe with the rebound as Bias comes up short. And that'll do it for the first half of play. And a tight one in the Bay District Championship as Westlake leads Steele. 29 to 27. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shop app. Brad Emerson here with Culhane Premier Properties. I've lived in Westlake since 1978, and we've seen a lot of change. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, why not use someone who knows and lives in our community? For more information, Google realestatethewestlakeway.com. Let me show you how Colhane Premier Properties and I do real estate the Westlake way. Go Shaps! Visit realestatethewestlakeway.com or call 512-563-1748. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 
or go to independencetitle.com. Hey, it's Casey, the IT guy. Does downtime of IT infrastructure equal money lost for your company? You owe it to your business to tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000 square foot purpose-built facility is carrier neutral and offers both retail and wholesale co-location options located on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. It's Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with service to match. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location. Westlake family owned and operated. Visit datafoundry.com and schedule your tour today. Austin's new choice for BMW is proud to sponsor the Westlake Chaps. Hendrick BMW of South Austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown. With over 250 new BMWs in stock, plus a great selection of certified BMWs, you'll score big with the Hendrick difference. It's an automotive experience beyond your expectations. It's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMWofSouthAustin.com. Welcome back to the Colhane Premier Properties Halftime Show. Colhane Premier Properties proud to be an official sponsor of Westlake Nation. Lifetime Chat Brad Emerson is ready to help you with your home. So whether you're buying or selling, call Brad. He knows Austin and he knows Westlake. Call Brad and the all-star team at Colhane Premier Properties. Plug this number into your phone, 512-563-1748. Let Brad help you with your home the Westlake way. Visit realestatethewestlakeway.com for more information. That's realestatethewestlakeway.com. Well, joining us on the uh, hotline here presented tonight by the good folks at Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. The AC is on, but it is a hot, hot game here in Bi-District Championship land at Johnson High School. But joining us on the phone right now, another big game tomorrow at 6 p.m. as Westlake women's basketball is back into the third round. Pretty interesting matchup here going back into the third round and joining us as the head coach of the Westlake women, Katie Hensel. I know, Coach, you've been listening to this ball game. It's going to be tight here, but the big news is tomorrow you guys get an opportunity to try try to get that third-round win behind you and move forward. Talk a little bit about preparing for this third-round matchup. Yeah, you know, again, I say it to you all the time, so I'll say it again. We prepare today like we do every Monday for every Tuesday game. Um, Our message all year has been you prepare for every game the same way. How you do the little things is how you do everything. And so today's practice looks like a pretty typical Monday practice to us, working on some of our nuances and preparing for the Tuesday night opponent. So, Girls were really focused today, and, you know, I think they're ready and excited. While you don't talk about the opponent all that much because you very much focus on what Westlake will be able to do, and we, but we've talked about Reagan and just how a good a team the Rattlers are this year, and coming into this round three game, much like this first round game with Westlake, you know, you talk about District 26, you can talk about District 27, you can talk about District 28. The San Antonio basketball area, you mentioned it uh, our last time together, Coach. This is no joke. They, they really know what they're doing in San Antonio when it comes to playing tough physical basketball. We're seeing it here tonight from the Steel Knights. We'll definitely see it from Reagan. What do you see from Reagan that is so surprising with their success this year? You know, they're just they're really physical inside. They have two really elite-level uh, post players, a forward and a post. Um, they've got really good complementary guards who are athletic and understand their role. They're well coached and you know they're going to come in prepared and 
at the point that you're in the third round of the playoffs, everybody's fighting to get to that regional tournament, and it's one game on one night. So our focus is on being the best we can be and knowing that we have put in the work to earn it and deserve it and, you know, just go out and play with confidence, play with our game plan, stay together, and, um, you know, we want to walk off the court playing Westlake basketball, and hopefully that will lead to a win. Coach, final thought. I know that everybody has pretty much seen the piece uh, from KVU on our on our uh, platforms when, when it comes to what Shea Holly has meant to your program and what the Holly family really has meant to the Westlake program. But obviously, she is not necessarily getting the same opportunities being the number one focal point. Teams have really schemed against her, and it's all about how the other team, team members react to that. And we have seen Emily Seegers just go absolutely crazy. 44 points in the first two rounds of the playoffs. Presley Bennett answering from her first game woes with 19 points in the area championship win at uh, Smithson Valley over Clark. You just start to see where this team can go. And we've talked about confidence. How much confidence do these young ladies have going into the third round, seeing all of the success across the roster and not just with your your main three? You know, um, I guess we'll see tomorrow night, but I can tell you that I'm, I have full confidence in all of them. You know, I think we've had different players step up on every night that we've needed it, both in the playoffs and in big district games. Um, and these seniors in particular have played together their whole lives in the same piece that you're talking about on KVU. You know, they asked Jay what motivates her to work so hard, and her response is her teammates. Um, and I think that that is true for all of them. If you ask Seegers what's motivated her the last two games, I think she'd tell you her teammates. And I think um, a coach-led team could be really good, but a player-led team who plays for each other is where magic happens. And so I'm just going to enjoy being around this group of 18 girls as long as possible, and we're going to try to get out there and fight tomorrow for our team and for our community. Well, that's uh, Coach Hensel, of course. That game coming up tomorrow, 6 o'clock. And it is against Reagan at New Braunfels High School. And uh, why not play this in a missile silo or a bomb shelter, whatever they have at New Braunfels High School. But uh, it should be a great crowd, and we're looking forward to broadcasting it tomorrow. We're looking forward to that game. Thanks so much for taking the time during halftime, part of our uh, coverage here live from Johnson High School. Coach, I really appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you then. Thank you. Thanks so much. Again, that's Coach Katie Hensel on the phone joining us on the hotline presented by Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. When we come back after this timeout, we'll go over some brief stats before we get the second half underway. Westlake leading steel here in the Bay District Championship round 29-27. to This is Westlake Basketball. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low Covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the Coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your workout. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score. 
because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of Bee Caves Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Coverage of Westlake basketball and the Colheim Premier Properties halftime show actually concludes now with a quick look at some of the stats. Roy Monroe leading all scorers with 11 points. K.J. Adams with six points. Moat with five points. McManus with three. Cade Mankel with two from the charity stripe. And Jaden Greathouse with two points. For the Steel Knights, Quincy Shepard with two. A.K. Smith with two. Chris Benson with three. Jackson Bias with nine points leading the Knights. Bo Cervantes with a three-pointer to open up the game. Eric Brown with five points. And... Uh, Jalen Farmer with three points. For the Westlake Chaparrales, they will start with their starting five on the floor. And the same can be said here for the Steel Knights. Dribble driving into the lane here, putting up the shot as A.K. Smith. It is no good. And the rebound, Westlake. Westlake now in their white uniforms, moving from left to right here in the second half. Steel in their black uniforms, trimmed in gray with gray camo. Now a, uh, a beautiful crossover move here from Ian Moat. And Moat takes Cervantes off the dribble and scores. He has seven points now. And Westlake with a four-point advantage ties their largest lead of the night. Smith trying to dribble drive in. Doesn't have it. Kicks it back out to Bias. Bias will calmly survey the situation here as he'll get it back over to Bo Cervantes. Dribbling into the 3-2 zone, now back over to the left wing, and now driving in is A.K. Smith. Feeding the corner here over to the left side is Chris Benson. Benson back over to Cervantes. Starting five for Steele as well. Over to the right corner to McGork. McGork driving in the baseline. Doesn't have the shot, and that one's taken away, but a whistle is called, and I believe that it will be... It will not be a foul as it looks like Mo stepped on the line, on the baseline, before turning it over. So no foul called. It'll just be steel basketball. Almost a great steal there as McGork will inbound the basketball over to A.K. Smith. Back over to Cervantes. Cervantes playing with a loose lace on the left shoe as he backs things up. That could become a problem for the uh, junior guard. Over to the right wing to A.K. Smith. Back over to Bias. Jackson's going to back things up here as he retreats to survey. Lonnie Hubbard issuing instructions here. A lob pass over to the left side of half court here for Cervantes. Cervantes looking to make a move here into the post. Doesn't have it. They'll reset. Steele slowing things down, trying to dissect the defense that Robert Lucero and company have thrown out. Now A.K. Smith trying to drive against Jackson against, excuse me, Connor McManus, doesn't have it. Bounce pass over to McGork. McGork trying to look into the baseline, doesn't have it. Again, still stifling defense as he's deed up here by Carson May. He loses his handle on the basketball momentarily, and he walks with his pivot foot. That's a traveling violation, and Steele turns the basketball over. Again, a 31-27 lead. Joe Taylor joining you live here from Johnson High School in Buda, part of the Hayes Consolidated Independent School District, for a bi-district championship game between the Westlake Chaparrales and the Steele Knights. 
31-27. Moat hands it off to K.J. Adams. Adams with a head of steam down the right line. Wide open three-point shot for McManus from the corner, and he drills it. McManus with six points and a huge three-pointer to extend the lead to 34-27. to Lead now at seven points here for the Westlake Chaparrales as Cervantes trying to work her way around as a McGorick screen. He doesn't have it. Gets it over here to A.K. Smith. Smith trying to take McManus into the lane. Falls down. Fires over to the left corner. Three-point shot goes in. That will count, and a foul is away from the basket. So McGorick with the three-pointer as Eric knocks it down. It's 34-30. to 30. He is fouled. But there was a foul away from the basket. It was on the shot. So Steele will actually get the made three and keep the basket. Huge opportunity here for Steele. Jackson Bias picks up his dribble, finds Cervantes coming around the corner. He doesn't have the shot as McManus stays right with him defensively. Cervantes calming things down. Five and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. Westlake with a four-point lead. Now driving baseline is A.K. Smith. Moat has him as he picked up his dribble. Fires to the left side to McGorick. Head fake. Doesn't buy it. Does Carson May. And now they'll have to reset with Cervantes on the left wing. Cervantes still dealing with that loose shoelace. Cervantes trying to dribble drive against McManus. And now Ian Moen picks him up going into the zone. Now A.K. Smith tries to drive on McManus at the top of the arc, and he doesn't have an angle. Now trying to drive on Carson May. They hand it off here as Benson comes around the corner here to Bias. Bias picked up and deed up here by K.J. Adams. Puts up a wild shot, and somehow the prayer of a layup goes in for Bias. He has 11 points, 34 to 32. What was once a seven-point lead is now down to a two-point advantage. Bounce pass to McManus. McManus over to Monroe. Monroe caught in the trap on the sideline. Dribbles out of it through the double team, and a foul is going to be called on Steele. And the foul will be called on A.K. Smith, his first personal foul, a team foul each, and it will stay with Rory. He'll inbound right in front of his head coach in front of the Westlake bench. 34-32, Westlake with the lead. Now looking to lob pass over to KJ. KJ to the double team. The give and go to Monroe. Monroe almost has the ball taken away. He gets it back. Now the ball hits the ground. Bias has it. Now he outlets here to Benson. Benson almost walks with the basketball as he lost control. Coming across the timeline here is Bias. So an opportunity here to tie or take the lead on a three-point shot. Steele staying right with Westlake. Cervantes trying to dribble away from Ian Moat. Moat on him in a hurry out at the logo. Now Cervantes driving in, head fakes, bounce pass inside to Bias. Bias connects from the right block. Good look down low as Bias adds his fourth point of the third quarter. We're now tied at 34. Moat trying to beat the press. Gets it across into the high post to KJ. Wide open three-point shot from the right corner here for May. May doesn't have it, but May gets his own rebound off of Monroe. Puts up the shot. Lots of contact. And now a hooking foul is going to be called on Bias as he hooked his left arm around the right arm of Carson May that denied Carson his offensive board and a clean alley to the line to shoot that easy layup. So the foul will be called on bias that is his first personal foul and the inbound here to Connor McManus is poked out of bounds defensively by Chris Benson it's going to bring in Cade Mankel who has two points in the ball game and Rose going to take a breather here with the game tied at 34 343 over to the right wing here to Moat Moat trying to dribble drive by Cervantes he has a lane then backs up as McGorick crashed down now trying to work into the post against McGorick is Moat, but he doesn't have it. 
Now, Moak gets the ball back on the give and go. Drives into the lane. Puts up a 15-footer. That one no good. Rebound fought for by Carson May. Falling out of bounds is Benson. He gets it to Cervantes. Trying to beat the press down low to A.K. Smith. The Shaps catch up, but... Right there, elevating from the right block is A.K. Smith, and he scores. He has four in the game, and that one took the lead for Steele. 36-34. to 34. McManus, lob pass over here to the timeline as Moat passes back over to McManus. McManus trying to work his way, now lobbing it inside here to K.J. Adams, to the triple team. He fights through it anyway, and the turnaround shot off the glass is good for K.J. Adams. He has eight, tied at 36. A triple team didn't matter as he used that six foot seven power frame to angle inside and connect with the bucket. Now AK Smith trying to shake Ian Moat. Head fake to the left doesn't work. Head fake to the right doesn't work. Now back over to Jackson Bias. Bias with a between the leg dribble trying to take on the bigger target here in KJ Adams. He keeps his feet and a traveling violation here as the junior KJ Adams threw his hands up, stood his ground, and he walked with a basketball. Daniel Villarreal is coming back into the ballgame here. Tied at 36, two and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. The lead's been four. And as high as seven. Now Villarreal caught in the trap here on the sideline. Gets it over to McManus. McManus is going to call a... Looks like it's going to be a 30-second timeout called here. And we will take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today, we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare. The best is here. We welcome back into live coverage of Westlake basketball, AJ Adams. With the basketball on the inbound, out of the 30-second timeout. Now working to Connor McManus. Wide open three-point shot here from the right corner. Not there for EA Moat, but K.J. Adams is with the putback. He has four in the quarter. Westlake leads by two now. On the other end, and this pass is going to be intended for Benson on the far side and tipped out of bounds and last touch by Steele. So it will be Westlake basketball as Jaden Greathouse checks in for Connor McManus. Still the starting five on the floor here. For the Steel Knights. Thirty-eight to thirty-six. Great house gets it over to Mankel on the right wing, guarded tightly here by Quincy Shepard, who has checked into the ball game. Double team coming. Now KJ Adams lobs it over to the right corner to Great House. Back over to Moat. Mankel had an opportunity at a right wing three-point shot, but gave it up. 140, and now trying to dribble drive around Shepard is Mankel. Mankel hands it off here to Great House. Great house, again, constant movement with the basketball here away from it. He drives into the lane, a no-look pass here to K.J. Adams. He head fakes, steps into inside the free throw line. That shot is no good, and they're going to call a foul on Great house as he elevated over Shepard to try to tip that ball away. So it'll be his first personal foul, the third team foul.
as we thank all of you for joining us live on the Westlake Shop app and on westlakeshops.com. 38-36, Westlake with a two-point advantage. Cervantes coming across the timeline here over to the left wing to Shepard. Quincy loses his footing, gets it out to Baez. Shooting over a double team, rattles in a three-point shot. Somehow it goes, and the shooting gods belong to Jackson Baez. Baez came in with nine points. He has seven in the quarter, 16 overall. 39 to 38. That shot took the lead for Steele as they lead by one. Westlake now with a three-point shot of their own. Mankel from the left corner. That one rattles off the back iron. And now final 30 seconds coming. Shepard lobs it over here to Benson. Benson gets it over to the left wing to Cervantes. Cervantes will calm things down on the orders of his head coach, Lonnie Hubbard, as Shepard will dribble things out here to work for the final possession as once again the tables have turned. It was a one-point advantage for Westlake going into the half. They led by as many as seven. And then Steele went on a run, 39-38. to 38. They lead now with that rattle-in three-pointer from Bias, who has 16 of Steele's 39 points. Now with seven seconds, they give it up to A.K. Smith. Five seconds, picked up defensively here by Villarreal. Now Bias trying to find room, elevates for a long three-point shot at the buzzer, and it's no good. And we end the third quarter of play. Westlake down by one as Steele leads in the Bay District Championship 39 to 38. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still, and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Steel shot 50% in the first half and 33% from beyond the arc. They were 4 of 12. In the offensive rebound department, Westlake and Steel even with two rebounds in the first half, but it has been all about the Steel Knights just keeping it close and rattling in big clutch shots like the rattling three-pointer from Jackson Bias, who has 16 points in the ballgame. Jaden Greathouse, K.J. Adams, Daniel Villarreal, Ian Moat and Cade Mankel on the floor here for Westlake. It is the starting five minus the starting point guard, Ben Cervantes. Driving to the hole here for Westlake is Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse elevates and scores. He has four points, and just like that, the Shaps reclaim the lead, 40-39. to 39. Greathouse just using his athleticism. That's all it is, pure athleticism to dribble drive into the lane and put that, that shot. Now Shepard trying to work around a bias screen. Goes left into the double team. Finds an open lane. Puts up the left-handed uh, shot from the left block, and it's good off the glass for Quincy Shepard. He has four points in the ballgame, and now the lead changes hands once again. 
Full court press implemented here as Greathouse trying to beat it here with Moat. He comes across the timeline. Now over to the left wing. Looking for the open man. Doesn't have it. Now lob pass into KJ Adams. Adams getting his way through yet another triple team down on the right block. And he just shoots that patented shot off the glass as he kisses it in for the layup. Now Westlake with a 42-41 lead. With every basket, the lead will change at this point. Waiting for a team to go on a run. Shepard trying to work his way around into the lane. Finds room, puts up the shot. It is blocked completely. Now K.J. Adams with a nifty dribble in transition. Ian Moat looking for the pass. No, he's going to keep it himself. Drives all the way into the lane. Good no look to Daniel Villarreal, and he kept it and laid it in off the glass. Big time 4-0 run here at the perfect time for Westlake. They lead by three, 44-41, 6.25 to play in the ballgame. Cervantes back into the game. Now Benson with a wide-open three-point shot from the top of the arc, and he gets it to bounce off the front iron, back iron, side iron, and it finally falls through. Wow, Benson with his second three-pointer in the game, and the game's tied at 44. Now lob pass inside to Jaden Greathouse. Going up for it with the lob is KJ. He kisses it off the glass. It's good off the window, and he's fouled. The and one for KJ Adams. We'll have to see who that foul was on as I didn't see it. But KJ will head to the line for the and one, 46 to 44. The shot is up and it's good for KJ Adams, a 73% shooter. And he now has five points in the quarter. Westlake with another three-point advantage, 47 to 44. Quincy Shepard dribbling across the timeline. Five minutes and 50 seconds remain here in regulation. Now Farmer is checked into the game here. Gives it up to Bias at the top of the arc. Farmer has three points in the game. Bias picks up his dribble at the top of the arc. Looking to the post. Doesn't have it. Gets it out to Jalen Farmer. Farmer now resets at the logo, the Jaguar logo. And it looks like Lonnie Hubbard's going to call a timeout. This will be a full timeout, so we will take it as well. Back in a moment. This is Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still, and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Welcome back out of the timeout. Joe Taylor joining live from Johnson High School here in Buda. 47-44 lead here, a defensive game to say the least for both of these ball clubs here. Farmer will inbound to Quincy Shepard. That last foul on K.J. Adams was on Shepard. That was his second personal foul. Only five team fouls. 
for the lot as into the high post goes Jackson Bias. Bias trying to work his way around K.J. Adams, and this is, should be an offensive foul. No, they're going to call a block on Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse came off his man in the zone defense, stood his ground at the left block. The shot is no good, and he went down. And, folks, I don't know how to tell you this, but that is the picture-perfect definition of a charge. And it should have been called a charge. Unfortunately, the official disagreed and called it a blocking foul. I'm not too sure how in the world that happened. Robert Lucero is arguing his case right now, and he made the move. And what I can tell by the conversation that I can hear courtside is that he is arguing, or at least his defense of the call, is Jaden Greathouse's feet were moving still. That's not the case at all. But nonetheless, Bias will go to the line to shoot two shots. First shot is up, and it's good for Jackson Bias. Bias has eight points in the half, 17 for the game. Trying to pull within one here as he eyes the second free throw. That one is up, and that one is no good. Rebound collected by Jaden Greathouse. The freshman has it over to Moat. Moat back over to Greathouse, playing significant minutes here in a playoff game. After joining the team late after he was part of the uh, – state championship football team, and some of his teammates are here rooting on the basketball team. Now Roy Monroe is checked back into the ball game here with five minutes to play. Monroe trying to find Greathouse at the top of the arc. He does. Greathouse trying to sugar shake his way around. Now gets it over to Moat. Moat almost with a drop back three-point shot as he got a little bit of distance between him and Shepard. Now Monroe trying to look inside for the lob pass. Here comes the triple team. He dribbles out of it to the hoop, puts up the shot. The shot no good, tons of contact, and it was last touched by Steele. So Westlake will get the basketball despite the physical effort of K.J. Adams just pounding through that triple team down on the right block. Couldn't get the shot to go, but did not get the foul. K.J. Adams collects the inbound. Now trying to dribble drive into the left corner now. Finds Ian Moat for a long 18-footer from the baseline. Not there. Crashing the board is Roy Monroe. Puts up the finger roll with the right hand, and he scores as it trickles in off the back iron. Roy Monroe with his first points after leading the Shaps in the first half. He has 13. It's his first points of the second half. Westlake with a 49-45 lead. It's a four-point swing right now for Westlake. Smith driving in against uh, Ian Moad. Grabbing the rebound is Jaden Greathouse as he elevates from the left block. He controls the basketball across the timeline. Four minutes straight up to play in the ballgame. Moad trying to shake Benson. Can't do it as Benson stays right with him. Trying to get it over to K.J. Adams on the left wing. Doesn't have it. Trying to work around a screen by K.J. now. K.J. trying to find some room there, real estate, and they're going to reset here with Jaden Greathouse basically running the point. Trying to free up Roy Monroe on the left wing. Roy now taking it off a screen, dribbling into the baseline. Now D.V., Daniel Villarreal finding Moat. Now over to the right corner. Three-point shot here for Jaden Greathouse, and the freshman buries it from three. They're going to call a foul away from the basket, so the shot will count. But the foul's going to be called on K.J. Adams, his second personal foul. And that is the first, or that is, I should say, the second time that we have seen a foul off a three-point shot away from the basket. But nonetheless, the three-pointer counts, so Steele would get the basketball anyway, but it's only two fouls for K.J. Four team fouls for Westlake, three team fouls for Steele. 52-45, to 45, that three-pointer huge from the freshman. He has five points in the quarter. 
Now Bias trying to initiate contact, throws up a prayer. This one lobs in off the back iron, almost elevates over the backboard. Just a wild shot from Bias as he tried to draw a foul there. Now Greathouse trying to lob it inside. He lobs it in off the bottom of the backboard. Getting the basket here is K.J. Adams. He's underneath it and just elevates, and he elevates for the shot. They're going to call the foul on Bias. So Jackson Bias picks up his second personal foul, and it will be Westlake basketball. They're not going to award K.J. with a two-point shot there or two free throws. They're going to say the foul was while he was on the floor and not in the act of shooting. DV with a handoff here to Moat. Moat trying to hit a three-point shot. DV crashed towards the boards offensively. He gets the rebound and puts it in the hole. The putback there for Daniel Villarreal, the senior, with a bucket here in the fourth quarter. It's 54 to 45. A nine-point lead, largest of the game. Driving in as Farmer. Puts up the baseline pass. It's taken away by Greathouse. Greathouse playing well defensively on the board. Grabs that board. Gets it across the timeline here to Ian Moat. Over to Villarreal. Wide open three-point shot here for Monroe. He passes it up, and a timeout's going to be called by Robert Lucero. Two and a half minutes left in this ballgame, folks. Are you having fun yet? Westlake leading 54 to 45. This is Westlake Basketball. Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake, right here in Westlake. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here, and it has been all kinds of excitement here in the Bay District Round, and why not? Three teams in District 26-6A, Smithson Valley, East Central, and Steele. Other than Judson, the outright district champion, all of those teams finish at 9-5, and five, which means all of them tied for second place. This is a solid basketball team in steel, and they're showing you why. Westlake with a 54-45 lead. Come alive in the fourth quarter to grab a nine-point advantage, and now whistle away from the basketball, and this is going to be a foul against Quincy Shepard. A reach-in as he stopped as he stopped Ian Moat from cutting to the basketball. And the foul has been called on Quincy Shepard. That's his third personal foul. 15 foul for Steele. They are two fouls away from the bonus. The Chaparrales are three fouls away from the bonus. Inbound here to Jaden Greathouse. It's Greathouse, Monroe, Adams, Villarreal, and Moat on the floor. Benson, Bias, Shepard, A.K. Smith, and McGorick back on the floor here for the uh, starting five. With the exception of Shepard, who's basically a starter off the bench. Moat. Going to keep this one going here for a little while. Tries to get by Shepard. Elevates in the lane. Puts up the runner. That shot no good. Bias with the rebound. Lots of contact as Moat hit the floor. McGorick across the timeline. Cross-court pass over here to the right wing. Three-point shot is an air ball from Chris Benson as he tried to put up a quick shot. It was more of a line drive. Not much arc to the basketball. 
as it clips the nylon underneath and does not touch rim. 152 to play as it goes out of bounds. K.J. Adams will inbound. And now the freshman, Jaden Greathouse, met by Benson. He's going to drive right by him across the timeline to try to get some space. Gets it over to Moat. Moat over to Monroe. Monroe circling back around here to K.J. Adams. Adams driving into the lane. Firing it off to Daniel Villarreal, and Villarreal has it tipped away from him by Bias. Thought for a moment there that Daniel was going to try to run that down. Then he wisely decided to let it go out of bounds. So it was last touched by Steele. It belonged to Westlake, and they'll inbound right in front of the Westlake cheerleaders to the right of the basket from our vantage point. 54-45, to 45, your score. 94 seconds remaining in regulation. Now at the high post, KJ driving the lane. Put up the shot. It's short. He gets his own rebound. Puts up the shot again. That one is no good. Rebound Benson. Lots of contact on the putback shot. And there's a steal by Greathouse. Greathouse over to Villarreal. Back over to Greathouse, and he's going to wait for his teammates to come back down floor. Moad back over to Greathouse. Individual effort right here from Greathouse is off the charts. Had a big three-pointer in the big run to get the nine-point advantage. He's had several... Offensive and defensive rebounds, and now a steal in the backcourt to grab a possession. Baseline opportunity here. Back over to the top of the arc to K.J. Adams, to the left ring to Greathouse. And now a reach-in foul here on Benson as he tries to tip the basketball away. And Chris Benson picks up his second personal foul. That's the 16th foul, one more on Steele, and Westlake is into the bonus. The final minute, 58.39 seconds. Remain in regulation, and Westlake trying to walk this off here in the by-district round. Trying to get an inbound pass here. He gets it over to Moat. Moat now retreating, using his speed, and there's the seventh team foul. Once again, it's on Benson, and he picks up his third. Free throws the rest of the way for Westlake, as it'll be a one-and-one -one opportunity here for Moat, and he's the guy you want shooting free throws, despite that uh, fractured finger that he's been dealing with. Moat still a 67% free throw shooter, and he is at the line for the front end of a one and one. And the first shot coming here from Moat. As he has four points in the second half, nine for the game. His first shot is up and good. No substitutions just yet here, so it looks like this is the crew. Actually, we do see one substitution coming into the ballgame here for Steele. Nick Moore, the 6'1 senior guard, is into the ballgame. 55-45, to 45, the largest lead of the night. Ten points here for Westlake. Second shot is up and good for EA Moat. He has four points in the quarter and ten points for the game. 56-45, largest lead of the night. Moore trying to work around Monroe. Gets it over the right wing. Three-point shot for Shepard. That one rips the nylon for Quincy Shepard. He has five points in the quarter, and just like that, down to a seven-point advantage. Now back over to the right wing. Make that an eight-point advantage, excuse me. Jaden Greathouse, final 34 seconds, trying to beat the press. Lob pass from K.J. Adams over to Monroe. Monroe's going to be fouled here by Shepard. That is his fourth personal foul, and Rory will go to the line. Monroe, a 68% free throw shooter, and this is where it counts, folks. In the closing moments of the game, when the team has to foul to preserve possession opportunities, the six-foot senior guard, again, like I mentioned, a 68% free throw shooter, a team 71% from the charity stripe. So Monroe, the right-handed shot is up and good for Rory. He has three points in the quarter. As he came up with a big bucket on an offensive board, and that's been the story of the ball game. Offensive rebounds and putback opportunities here for Westlake. 30 seconds remain in the ball game, and Rory is ice from the free throw line, four of the four here in the fourth quarter. 
Now Nick Moore trying to drive right by him. He drives straight to the lane. That shot is no good. Rebound by Rory Monroe, and a foul is going to be called. And that is called on Monroe. Monroe actually let him go to the – not too sure how that foul originated on Nick Moore because Rory Monroe actually let him go into the lane and shoot the ball. He didn't actually defend him at all, but they're going to say that contact was made. Nonetheless, Monroe is going to make his – or excuse me – Moore is going to make his first shot. And the senior playing in what might be his final game as a steel knight. The second shot is up and no good. KJ with the rebound. 58-49, to 49, a nine-point advantage here for Westlake. Final 19 seconds. Great house with the basketball, and Quincy Smith will deliver the foul. And this time the senior point guard has played his last moments. That's five for Quincy Shepard, and he will have to come out of the ball game. As looks like he is doesn't realize that he has five personal fouls. Unless I have it wrong, he's not exiting the floor here, but trying to figure out who's going to go in the ballgame, and it should be Cervantes. Cervantes will check in. As I don't think anybody has updated him on whether or not that he has five fouls. He does. So Quincy Shepard is fouled out of the ballgame, and big hug for him as a senior has played his last here as a steel knight. Epic effort off the bench here as he shakes the hand of Robert Lucero. And he will exit stage left. Again, a heroic performance defensively here for Shepard, including two, a big th three in this quarter. Jaden Greathouse will stride to the line as the Chaparrales are still in the one-and-one one bonus. And he's good with his first free throw shot. Jaden adds his second one, and that one is off the left iron. No good. Ten-point lead, 14 seconds to play. Bias can't shoot a 10-point three, three, but he does shoot an NBA three from the right wing, and Villarreal gets the carom, and this will do it. As Ian Moat will dribble it across the timeline here to prevent the turnover, and Westlake will advance here in the by-district round to the area championship. Again, the winner of this ballgame as we take a look at it. As Westlake and Steele will play the winner of Warren and Reagan, and it looks like we already know that Warren might actually be the opponent. Where and when, we don't know just yet, but we will find out for you. Again, stay tuned for the post-game interview here as we take a quick timeout. We'll be back in just a moment as Westlake has won the ballgame 59-49 to advance to the Bi-District Championship round. Again, back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Ostex Fence and Deck is proud to cheer on the Shaps. We're joining in on the celebration of Westlake's 50th anniversary. Hi, this is Marsha Lockett. As a Westlake-owned and operated business, our goal is excellence. We combine innovative technology and outstanding customer service to make your backyard dream a reality. Visit AustexFenceAndDeck.com. That's A-U-S-T-E-X, FenceAndDeck.com. Let Austex help build your next outdoor project the Westlake way. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here.
welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball, the BMW South Austin drive home. And joining us here, a very crowded Johnson uh, high school here, the gym, and uh, what a game. Obviously, a tight one all the way down, and we can see just exactly why 26-6A is as competitive as advertised. Three teams tied at 9-5, and five, three teams tied for second place. It really could be anybody facing the Westlake Chaparrales. There's no three or four seed coming out of uh, 26-6A. No. They're basically all top-flight seeds in this yeah. first round, and it's a big win for your Chaparrales, leading by one at the break, down by one at the third quarter, and then a big opportunity for your team to, to pull in front they finally do so, win by 10, 59 to 49. And I hate to say it, you can point to your seniors, you can point to Moat, you can point to K.J. Adams' physical play down low, but who would have thought that Jaden Greathouse would have an opportunity to be successful here tonight? A big three-pointer to kind of ignite that run that created that separation in the fourth quarter and then rebounding his rear end off on both sides and coming up with a steal. Was he the difference in that fourth quarter or was a combination of just the shot starting to fall for Westlake? No, I mean, he, he did. He played really well. Um, I think it was a combination of a lot of things we started to guard them a little bit better they ran a lot of iso stuff and they're you know going right at kj they got a cheap foul on him early on the offensive end and they ran some iso stuff and then number 20 for them uh you know he was just hitting all kinds of shots and you, know, you kind of have to weather that kind of uh offense from him um and then uh you know Jaden did a really good job you have um you have to have guys that uh, also that can make plays when they're they're sending so many guys to KJ, and then they had that little half court trap that was slowing us down. And I thought uh, he did a good job of attacking it and having another ball handler to keep us organized uh, was huge. That frees Mo up a little bit to be on the uh, playmaker as well. Um, and then Jaden does a good job of, of guarding, and he's a bigger guard and he rebounded really well also. And you know, you, you think back, uh, he, he you know as a freshman. Uh, coming in from football to basketball, uh, he, he had to wait a while before he got playing time, and we wanted to get him in earlier as, as much as we could. And, uh, you know, the, the thing about it is that he stuck with it. Uh, um, everybody gets disappointed when you don't get playing time, and, um, uh, but he stuck with it. He was a great teammate all the way around. Uh, the older guys helped him uh, to learn stuff. And then when his opportunity uh, came, he was ready, and I thought he did a good job tonight. I think ultimately you look at the toughness displayed here by K.J. Adams as uh, little Bo joins us here courtside here. Is, uh, you know, he handles the noise of an arena pretty good, Coach. I don't know if there's any, any other uh, baby that kind of can come in and deal with the noise of a basketball uh, game, but he does, he does pretty well with it. The idea that uh, you would be, have the opportunity to, to really utilize K.J., not necessarily as, as, a, as a guy on the perimeter, but but a guy down low where when the post when the post opportunities were there it's one of those things that constantly amazes me his strength underneath the board having the opportunity to dribble and and make post moves in between not one not two but three guys at the same time <laughs> yeah, he's, he's and then strong, yeah. i mean it's a, it's an incredible opportunity especially in the fourth fa- quarter probably fouling him the entire time he's not getting any calls and so i thought it was uh uh you know he, he, he just uh you know the versatility and, his, and the talent that he has is pretty uh it's pretty special uh, to be able to take that contact in and play under close quarters. And, you know, he finished some shots, and then he got fouled on a bunch, too. He probably was disappointed, um, you know, just overall uh, for whatever reason. Um, but you know, the, his ability, the amount of attention that he draws frees up everybody else. Um, and so, you know, sometimes even if you don't – I don't even know how many points he had, but he, but he had tonight. Yeah, KJ, KJ actually with five points, he had six in the first half. So, again, we have – so we have uh, 
I, I have it right now, unofficially. Still waiting for the stats from yeah. Coach Belanchko, but uh, I have uh, 12, 14, and then 17 on the oh, night. Yeah. And 17 points, when you think about it, he had the and one play. That happened with about four minutes to play and didn't yeah. get a chance at, at yeah. another bucket you know, the rest of the way. Yeah, so yeah. kind of 17 forgotten points. And, and another guy that actually really stepped up, Coach, is Roy Monroe. You know, oh, you have yeah. 11, 11 points in the first half and, and really was kind of that. The, the final point that I'll make here, it seemed like they you did, had an answer. When you couldn't get your half-court game going, mm-hmm. the transition game was there you were able to beat that four full court press mm-hmm. and I think there were so many buckets in transition in the first half especially in that second quarter that you kind of found yourself staying in the game despite the fact that the shots weren't necessarily falling yeah, yeah. you don't have the basketball gods on your side like like yeah, Steele yeah. did it seemed yeah. like every time the ball went up it went in the it hole in, yeah. that's a testament to them but the basketball IQ on the floor finding the open man and having those high percentage shots especially in the second quarter yeah. seemed to really keep you in yeah, the game and you know and, and they'd run that that little trap and it kind of baits you sometimes to take threes because you wide open uh but then if that when that happens and you do it early um you know kj hasn't got a touch you're not really driving to the basket uh and and so when they're falling that's great we took and we want to attack it but then we also want to when we attack it not just settle for threes and i thought that's what we did a better job of in the second half it's uh, se- getting into the paint it seemed like that three-point shot in the right corner here in front of your bench in the second half was probably one of those high percentage shots it was that spot on the floor that really just started to open up yeah you know you saw carson hit one from there you saw Jaden hit one from there you, you really saw good shots coming from that right corner on the switch oh yeah and i think ultimately when you have those type of threes it's not so much that the three happens. It's when it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like when, you, when we talk about a football game, a pick six is the most devastating play in football, in my opinion, yeah. because it not only do you get points off of it, but uh, you didn't have to put your offense on the field. And it seems like with basketball, that, that three-pointer – that, that gives you that separation, whether it's a three-point lead, a five-point lead, or in this case it was a seven-point lead that got you up to nine and, and then 11. It, it really kind of creates that space that you're looking for, and you could see it on the Steel Knights. They, yeah. they knew that that three-pointer by Jaden Greathouse was kind of the icing yeah, on the and, cake. And it happened on ball reversal where something had happened, went to a post, got swung, passed, passed, came back around. And so when the ball gets to the paint, gets swung, and it comes around like that, it's a shot that everybody on our team knows that he's supposed to take. And if he doesn't take it, we probably need him take take him out of the game. So it's a shot that he should shoot with as much confidence as he can because that allows us to get guys to rebound and to get back so that they're not running at us. The ones where you just take quick and you're like, I hope it goes in, but we don't get rebounders. They're not in rotation. We don't have somebody back. Those are the ones that are devastating. But the one that he took uh, off, off the ball reversal, just I think Mo popped it over there on just like super unselfish play right on the money. The shot goes up. They're in rotation. If you had missed it, we had a chance to rebound it. Uh, those are the ones that are the backbreaker. So, again, Warren looks like it will be the area around opponent. That's at least the unofficial word from some folks that we have at that game covering it. So uh, do we have uh, – have you flipped with the both no. schools? We don't know anything just no, yet. No. Maybe Thursday possibly? It could, it could be Thursday. Uh, you know, you want to make a – you want to wait till after this game to make sure, that, you know, just in case that uh, something were to happen and we needed an extra day of rest. You know, you want to hold Friday open. But uh, it looked like maybe Thursday, uh, maybe at San Marcos. Um, uh, kind of neutral spot. So we'll see. So as you know, we will know. We yeah. will inform, and hopefully, barring any conflicts with uh, the women, we will uh, definitely have their game on uh, tomorrow. We actually visited with uh, Katie Hensel during the halftime program, and it was pretty impressive stuff. When uh, when you talk about two programs that are both in the uh, 
and both vying for a long run in the playoffs, coach. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah your, your bosses are getting uh, yeah, mad that yeah. I'm keeping you. Good, good, uh, they're going to they're gonna do great. They're going to play well tomorrow. They are, they, uh, you know, Coach Hens will have them ready, so we're fired up for them. All right, go but, talk uh, to your you. bosses. I appreciate <laughs> it. You. You, know, you, never, you never can really do too much around here without uh, an assistant athletic director and a principal not far behind. They want to congratulate their coach, and uh, we do as well. Thanks so much for joining us here. We'll come back after a quick timeout, kind of wrap things up statistically and close things out from Johnson High School. Westlake victorious over steel as uh, they uh, ex- extract revenge 59 to 49. Again, this was the overtime loss last year without Will Baker in the third round of the playoffs. And of course, they win tonight 59 to 49 to move on to the area championship. This is Westlake basketball. We'll be right back for the final segment live from Johnson High School. This is Westlake basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps, and I'd like to tell you about the best-kept secret in Westlake, Arrive Luxury and Property Management. They're proudly Westlake-owned and operated, and if you own a luxury home in the hills of Westlake, you could turn your beautiful property into a stunning vacation getaway. When you travel, Arrive can turn your home into a five-star resort. Visit ArriveLuxury.com. Just Google it. This is the next level of generating revenue for your home. Check it out at ArriveLuxury.com. Arrive Luxury and Property Management, proud sponsors of Westlake Athletics. Victory Medical Westlake is proud once again to be an official sponsor of Westlake Nation and all Westlake student-athletes. Victory Medical offers sports medicine, family medicine, and so much more. No appointments necessary, as walk-ins are always welcome. Look for Victory Medical at the corner of Bee Cave Road in West Bank or call 512-462-3627. That's 512-462-3627. Or click VictoryMed.com. Go Shaps! Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here as we wrap things up on the BMW of South Austin drive home. BMW of South Austin, proud sponsors of Westlake Nation. Make sure you visit the showroom. It's a state-of-the-art showroom on the northbound frontage road of I-35, nestled right there north of the light at Stastny. Just go ahead and exit, and it is right there on the northbound side. And make sure, if you're interested in Audis, like I know some of you are, Audi South Austin, the sister dealership right along the southbound frontage road, of uh, I-35, right there in the heart of the Motor Mile. Let's take a look at the Steel Knights. Quincy Shepard finishes with seven points, and A.K. Smith finishes with four points. Chris Benson with six points. He had the big three in the fourth quarter. Jackson Bias, everything falling in. He had nine points in the first half, and he wound up with 17 points for the ball game, but did not score in the final two and a half minutes. Eli McGorick added a three-point shot in the third quarter. Ben Cervantes finishes with his one and only shot from three-point land. He finishes with three. Eric Brown finishes with five. We did not see him in the second quarter, or second half, rather, and Jalen Farmer finishes with three. Saw him briefly with uh, with a few moments to play there in the third quarter, and then Moore getting an opportunity to come in and get that one free throw to fall. He finishes with one point. As a team, the Steel Knights shoot 40 Seven per, or 48% from the field. Pretty impressive stuff uh, as they had shots falling here. Again, they uh, make 19 of the 39 shots, and they make 11 of 19 inside the arc, 8 of 20 from beyond the arc, 40% for the game from three-point land, and uh, they were able to make three of six free throws. They grabbed nine total rebounds, but this is where it gets weird, folks. They only dished out two assists, only had one steal, and only had two offensive rebounds. That is where the ball game was really won when you think about it. 
as Westlake out-rebounded the Steel Knights on the offensive glass 18 or 8 to 2. They had 16 defensive rebounds. They out-rebounded them did the Westlake Chaparral's 24 to 16. So again, pretty uh, pretty impressive stuff there as Westlake dominated the offensive glass. That's really the stat of the game presented by the good folks at Texas Honeyham. Looking at Cade Mankel's line, two points on uh, uh, two points scored here for Cade Mankel. Roy Monroe finishes with 15 points on six of six shooting, five of five inside the line. Of course, he had the made three-point shot, two of three from the charity stripe as well. Uh, Roy also finishing with seven rebounds and an assist. Cade Mankel, like I mentioned, uh, two points. He finishes with... Uh, both of those points made by the free throw line. He had two assists as well. Blake Nielsen in three minutes played, didn't get a chance to get a point, but played some key minutes and beat the press a few times and ignited some transition buckets. Daniel Villarreal played uh, 18 minutes in the ball game, two points on one of one shooting, and of course that shot inside the uh, inside the uh, paint and to finish it with five rebounds and an assist. KJ Adams. 15 points, 7 of 14 shooting, good for 50% from the field, 7 of 12 from inside the arc, 58%, 0 for 2 on three-pointers, and a 1 of 1 from the foul line. Finishes with five rebounds and four assists. Moat finishes with 11 points on four of nine shooting, three of six inside the arc, one of three from three-point land, made both free throws late in the fourth quarter, came up with uh, two rebounds and an assist. Connor McManus, six points on two of two shooting, Two of two from beyond the arc. Big time buckets from three-point land in the first and second half. He had two rebounds. And and, uh, Jaden Greathouse really played well on both sides of the floor. Eight points on three of three shooting. Of course, he made the two shots inside the arc. Made the big three-pointer that we were talking about with uh, Coach Lucero from three-point land to really extend that lead and get some separation. He was one of two from the foul line. Finished with two rebounds and assisted a steal. Carson May finished with... No points, but again, being that guy in the middle of that defense early on, he he didn't get a whole lot of opportunities in the second half. Again, partway through the uh, third quarter, they took him out just to get the athleticism in there of uh, both Jaden Greathouse and Rory Monroe. So again, you didn't see the big lineup. You saw Daniel Villarreal getting an opportunity to kind of play that post position and really run with steel. An athletic team at that, but Westlake shoots 62% from the field. 69% 69% inside the three-point line, 46% from beyond the arc. They go 8 of 10 from the foul line, good for 80%. They grab 24 rebounds, dished out 10 assists, and a steal. Again, the uh, stat of the game presented by the good folks at uh, Elticon Wealth Management and Texas Honeyham Company. The offensive rebounds, only two offensive rebounds for the Steel Knights to Westlake's eight. They out-rebound do the Westlake Chaparrales 24 to 9 on the boards. Nine total rebounds for Steele, 24 rebounds for Westlake. And that will do it as we wrap up the BMW of South Austin drive home. Westlake moves on to area. Looks like it might be Warren. We'll let you know officially when date, time, and venue and officially opponent is set. We'll be on the air tomorrow with a 5.50 pregame and a 6 o'clock tip at New Braunfels High School. It is Westlake and Reagan in the third round of the playoffs for the right to go to the region semifinal. It'll be a region quarterfinal matchup for the Westlake Chaparral's women's program, and we'll be on the air for you. Again, that pregame show starting at 5.50, and we'll have the first tip at 6 p.m. 
Thanks so much for joining us. Joe Taylor joining you live from Johnson High School. Again, the final score, Westlake victorious here in the Bay District Championship game over the Steel Knights, 59-49. to We'll see you tomorrow as Westlake women take on Reagan. Again, thanks so much for joining us. This is Westlake Basketball. You're listening to Westlake Basketball. Brought to you by Independence Title. Plains, Capital Bank, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Data Foundry, Elite, Heating and Air, Covert Auto, Arrive, Luxury and Property Management. And brought to you by CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, Austex, Fence and Deck, Colhane, Premier Property, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, and by Hendrick Auto Group, Hat Creek Burger Company, Victory Medical Center at Westlake, Cricket Shirts, Boqueros Cafe and Cantina, and by Texas Honey Ham, Steam Tea, UBO, White Gloves Storage and Delivery, Point Collision Center, Elder Insurance Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers Fries and Shake. <laughs>